Wyverns and Weirdos Curse of Strahd is a horror-themed campaign, and as such, contains dark themes, including descriptions of gore, violence, and other features intrinsic to the gothic horror genre. Hello, and welcome to Wyverns and Weirdos Does Curse of Strahd. As always, I'm your Dungeon Master, Darby, and joining me, as always, are Zoe playing Sevia, Emily playing Beatrice, Laura playing Conrad, Mitch playing Exley, and Johanna playing Fall. Let's get into it, shall we? And we're back. So, uh, where we last left off, the party had just, uh, through a bit of subterfuge, managed to uh, get a hold of uh, of the holy symbol of Ravenkind. Uh, they weren't, however, uh, planning on the abbot. Basically seeing through uh, their efforts. Um, and as they departed, or were beginning to depart from the abbey, uh, they saw the abbot rushing for them mace in hand uh and we we had some combat where uh the abbot laid into exley uh and the party uh returned in kind with uh with darts daggers arrows fire and lightning <laughs> so uh we start back at the top of the round and it is the abbot's go uh, and he is going to again slam uh, angrily his uh, mace twice into Exley uh, that is a dirty 20 yep uh, and the other one is a 25 yeah oh thanks <laughs> We're just here to kill Mitch's characters. Uh, so the first one is, uh, it was, uh, so six points of bludgeoning. Okay. And 14 points of radiant. Okay. Are you still standing? Yeah, easy. I have so many more hit points. Uh, uh and the second one, uh, Do is... You- yeah, how much are you on? I'm on three. <laughs> so the bludgeoning is enough to knock you down. Um, and like this radiant damage as well, but it doesn't matter because it's not gonna it's not gonna end up being double your hit points. Like eighteen. You've you've got you've got more than a, you've got a, more than a maximum of nineteen, so Yeah, I have so fine. many hit points there's no way anyone could kill me. Um <laughs> uh, all right, yeah. So that is the abbot's turn. Mm-hmm. Um, Fall, your go. Okay. Uh, Exley so f- just fell to the ground. So Fall was basically like, "All right, um, let's retreat." Uh, oh, oh no. Uh, okay. And Fall is going to dart out from under the um, shelter, and um draw their quarterstaff and attempt to hit with hopefully a stunning strike 
All right. Uh, roll to hit. That's a 24 to hit. 24 hits. Uh, what is the right. DC oh, uh, um, so and the saving throw type? It's a constitution saving throw of 14. Yeah, that is that is uh, 22. Oh, yeah. well, I did my best. All right, so. So how much damage? So. Um, that's 10 damage. 10 damage. And that was with, what What weapon was that with? A quarterstaff. Quarterstaff. So that's, yeah, that's. Yeah. Uh, what was the damage again? 10 damage. 10 damage. Okay, so. All right. Alrighty. And your second so he, attack? Yeah, so he kind of swings at his side and then he's going to kind of try to chop at his neck with the quarterstaff. All right. Oh, that was a nat one, so that's an eight. Yeah, that misses. Oh. <laughs> All right. And with uh, your bonus action? Yeah, I will um, attempt to knee him in the groin. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, roll to hit. That's a 22 to hit. That hits. <laughs> that's six damage. Six damage, so three. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, uh, ooh. Alright, so that is your go, unless you want a flurry of blows it. Get one last attack in. I'm gonna flurry of blows it because then I can <laughs> run away. <laughs> okay. Alright, so, um, after the knee to the groin, uh, Fool's gonna kind of try to, like, grab him by the shoulders and then flick his head up to try to, like, get him with his head from the chin. Okay. Roll to hit. Uh, that is a 15 to hit. 15 misses, unfortunately. All right, so I'm guessing he just, like, pushes me off as soon as I yeah. try to do that. Uh, and then Four's going to be like, All right, um, well, uh, catch me if you can! <laughs> and try to run off to the side, hoping that he'll be followed, but not keep, not, he's not going very far away from the cart. All right. Uh... Actually, roll me a death saving throw, please. Fine. A natural twenty. <laughs> so you are yes. up with that one hit point. Um, now, crucially, I believe. Now, is the death saving throw at the start or end of your turn? Uh, uh, deal. Deal with your deal with your uh, friends while I yeah. look that up. Will do. Um, so I just had a look. Um, so animate dead yes. doesn't require the user to be alive for the whole 24-hour no. period. Oh, excellent! So as long as I've issued an order, they don't turn around and attack the closest thing to them. Oh, huzzah! Yeah. Which is good. I was mildly panicking. Um, I've had that thought too. Yeah. Um, so did but, I. I did look it up. I will say. Oh, good. Um... Yeah, so they are going to come out of the cart and they are going to shamble towards El Big Bado okay. and just go for attacks. Um, they don't have any sort of magical no. weapons or anything. Um, Death saving throws at the start of your turn. Okay, so um, just double checking. Um, yes. Thunderstorm is gone. Like uh, yeah, because yeah. it was concentration. That's all concentration. But that's fine. Um, okay. Well, um, three is going to attack Mr. Zombie. Yeah. Uh, just 
he's just going to bring up his hands and just swing them down on the guy. Yeah. Do you want me to roll or just do the average? Uh, roll. roll. Uh, yeah. For damage or for... Oh, for uh, sorry, I meant for damage. Uh, roll um, to hit, maybe matter. just do average for damage for these guys. Yeah, no, that's fine. Okay, um, so the two zombies, uh, one of them was a 14 to hit. Uh, that misses. The other one was a 16 to hit. Also misses. Excellent. And then the two skeletons. Um, they have short bows, but they're going to pull out their short swords yeah. and go for it. Um, that is... That's a nine to hit. That misses. And that's a six to hit. That also misses. They're wonderful. All right. They need a bit more training. Mm, a little bit. Mm. Yeah. Well, you know, it's all good. <laughs> So am I on one hit point, or uh, yeah. am I just... Uh, yes, you're on one hit stable. point. Okay. Um, just, just as a point of order, how fresh are the zombies? Varying. So, um, the zombie... Well, the first zombie is number three. So yeah. he's old and, like, decayed. Yeah. Um, and then the other zombie is the last one that I've animated, so he's number eight. And then the skeletons are how, uh, five and six. How many days would you say the more recent zombie has been dead for? Recent three. Okay, noted. Uh, yeah, so for Exley himself, his go. Yeah. Uh, so he's going to... Uh, bonus action like grab one of the mushrooms on his shoulder and just sort of break it and inhale some of the fumes. Uh, And what that does, once I bring it up, is... uh, So, symbiotic entity is what I'm trying to do. So I um, use my wild shape to essentially breathe in spores and it bolsters my hit points and allows me to sort of do a little bit more in the way of, like, poison and necrotic yes. damages. And I sort of, like, glow green yeah. softly. So, I do that. Okay. And then I guess as a bonus action, um, because Wild Shape is an action. Is it not? Uh... Sorry, everyone. Yes, I'm very as, new to as druids. As an action, as an action. Yeah. Okay. So it's only the circle of moons that has it as a bonus. God, yes. Uh, well, there's nothing else that I can really do as a bonus action, so I'm just going to bonus action cast uh, Shillelagh on my quarter stuff. All right. Yeah. The only. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that is your go. Uh, Beatrice. Yes. Uh, Beatrice is going to get out of the car. Okay. So, he's... Um, is that, is that an action or a... It's part of movement. Part of movement? Okay. Um, so once she's out of the car, she is going to shoot another arrow at our uh, friend. Um, so, that's an 18. 18 will hit. 
He's starting to look shaky now. Right, and as my bonus action, I'm yeah. going to cast Ensnaring Strike. Okay, so readying that for next. So readying for that for the next round. Okay. Conrad. So Conrad turns around and sees literally everyone run away from the cart, abandon running away, and, and, and wail on this guy. It's just like, does a very, very long sigh that you can make in about six seconds. <laughs> and then he um he kind of like uh pats the horse on the side of her head and he goes, Okay. Okay, come on, Amika, we must go in. And um he is going to urge the horse onwards to the um to the abbot. If he needs to either duck her to the side or jump over one of you guys, he will do that with the horse. Um, and because the horse goes on the same route as me, so yeah. she's going to uh, rear up and, tr- and try to trample him, and Conrad is going to land sat him with his rapier. Okay, uh, yeah, so roll... I'll roll for the horse yeah, first. Yeah, roll the trample first. That's not too bad, actually. I rolled a natural 17, so and a, horse, and a riding horse has a plus 5 to hit. That'll hit. Um, so that will hit. Not that much. It's a, D4, a 2d4 plus 3... Four and two, so uh, nine damage. So nine I don't damage, know. So half four, five, yeah. Um, All so right. nine bludgeoning damage, or four bludgeoning damage altogether. And then yeah. Conrad, I'll roll the hit. We roll one. And your rapier is magical, I believe. Yes, I think it is. We yes. haven't changed it D beyond. No, it's a very <laughs> minor effect, but yeah. yeah. Um, so does full damage. So it's the dirty twenty to hit. With his rapier, yeah. As he lances down, like the, the horse tramples him, and he's he's like kind of got that region stabbed right down. Um, so 30, 20, and it's a D8, so a seven, so eleven, eleven damage. Eleven damage. Okay. That's um, all right. It's, I don't yeah. know, twelve damage altogether. All at right. the horse. Yeah. Uh, and um, oh, and then I guess um, he's going to go. Again, I don't know. He would probably just go. Um, I don't know. Come on, we'll 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 stab it together. Um, you, Sevia, get on with it. We're, oh. we're, if we're doing it this way, we must all attack. No? Something I forgot. Let's bonus action help. Yeah, yeah. So you do that, but something I forgot. The skeleton, yeah. the skeletons and zombies are in melee. You get sneak attack. <laughs> oh, so no. extra, my apologies. Extra 3d6, I believe it okay. is. Okay, cool. So, four, three, and five. Um, So, seven, uh, 12? 12. Yeah. 12 additional damage? Okay. Yes. So, it's, you doubled it with the sneak attack, basically. Yeah, basically. Oh, okay. thank you. I, I forgot yeah. about it. I was like, oh, yeah, everyone will be within five feet, so I should get a sneak yeah. attack, and I forgot about it. Yeah. Cool. Right. So, Sevia is the recipient of your help. This yeah. Right. Okay. Does that mean I get advantage? You yes. get advantage if you have to do a check on something. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Esmeralda is going to... Uh, I, think, I think she's going to stick with a... Uh, uh, she's just going to do a level 
two magic missile. Just, just seeing that, like, things are going the party's way. Um, reason. Um, but not, not under, like, and I rolled that really well. Uh, so that's, that's two fours and two threes on 4d4. Um, Pretty good. Yeah. So 10, 18 points of force damage. Uh, so that is all right yeah looking really shaky and it is Sifia's go how many people are within 10 feet of the abbot probably a lot of people now that's like everyone all of us yeah so it's the it's four, seven now. yeah the four undead uh Exley, uh, Conrad, and the horse. And fall? No, oh, no, fall, fall ran away. Yep. Fall, ran away. Fall ran away. Beatrice is by the cart. And Esmeralda is on the cart? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> what I wanted to do would probably kill all our dead friends. Well, it's up to you what Sevi would do. Uh, the only choice the you can abbot, make. The abbot is looking really shaky at this point. And he's readying a swing of his of his mace again. Okay. Okay. My apologies to uh, Jangles and Clack and the squad. Oh no, the squad. (laughs) But Spell Sculpt is only going to help me save three people, which is Uh, three, four. four? Because it's one, uh, what level spell? No, no, no. Okay. I'm using a second level spell. Okay, so yeah. So I'll be able to save Exley, Conrad and the horse. Okay. As I cast the second level Shatter. Is shatter an area of effect? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, what... Each creature in a 10-foot sphere. Okay. Uh, I mean, you could... 10-foot ten ten radius or diameter? It just says... A 10-foot radius. 10-foot radius. Um, yeah, that... You, you could probably position it in a spot where you can... Where you don't have to target, like where, where you can have, misses. yeah. She will target it to miss as many people yeah. as possible, but I will put it out there. As much as they're helping us, she does not care for the undead yeah. squad. Yeah, I mean, she doesn't really care if they get yeah. hit. <laughs> yeah, true. She'll just true. be. She'll apologize later. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Really so it's it's possible for you to put it in a position where probably only one undead would be destroyed mm-hmm. um but yeah whether that's how Sevia wants to do it that is up to you look she's like I said she's going to aim it as much on the abbot as possible try to avoid as many others as possible okay if one of them gets hit one thing gets hit it's a con save 16 all right with Conrad's help does that technically make it disadvantage no 
No, it's, it's not. Yeah, you need something that um, yeah, you need to roll for. For that. Uh, that is a natural 18. Uh, becomes 22. Okay, uh, well, he takes half damage. Still takes half damage. Uh, and can that uh, one skeleton... <laughs> or would it be one of the skeletons or one of the zombies that you would prefer to uh, leave out of... Zombie. The zombie. So... Have one of the zombies. Roll the two. two. <laughs> okay. So uh, the zombie is going to take kill the four. zombie. I'm Number sorry. three. Damn it, crunch. <laughs> sorry, but that's three d eight of damage, which will be full for the zombie and half for the abbot. That's three eights. <sighs> so that's max damage. You definitely gotta take a picture 24. for posterity. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Four. Four. Yeah. Well. That, uh, how are you doing this? Like, how ah! do, how do you imagine this shatter destroying the abbot? Okay. Well, one, I did take a photo of my three eights to prove it. Oh, uh, good. But um, so I imagine she's just watched this this guy hit her newest friend, who she hasn't decided if he's her friend or yet not, but she wants sympathy. And, you know, this is another person she has now seen nearly die in front of her. So, as everything else is happening, there's almost this, like, sense of rage within her, and she makes the arcane motions and her necklace glows, and she shoots. It's invisible to you guys, but there's just this sound that suddenly emanates from the abbot like this terrible, awful, like, piercing noise that to you guys would be muffled because she, she's around you. Um, and I imagine the abbot starts just bleeding from the ears and, like, maybe from the eyes a bit. I imagine it's black and, like, ichor. Yeah. And then he just would fall to the ground. Yeah. Um, and I'm assuming the zombie just, like, the, a similar thing happens, and then it just falls down. Yeah. And she's just standing there with her hands still up, looking at it, and then kind of has to shake herself out of it. Uh, could the zombie please roll me a constitution saving throw? Uh, ooh. Uh, I rolled a 14. Uh, so that'd be a 17. Yeah, unfortunately, that that's still destroyed. Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah, it needed to hit, like, 29. Which zombie was yeah. it? What was its name? Uh, that was three. Three. So, I don't know what name... Okay. Allocated. <laughs> well, well, three, three was the it's oldest. Like so yeah. that was that was squelch. Oh, which is the newer one? Very. Now I need to find a nine. <laughs> <laughs> Where could you All find right. that from? Anyway, so I imagine that the noise from that will probably uh, attract people yes that's not good we I should know. definitely be getting out of here now and he circles the horse of, around yes, you guys again i know again. a lot of people are a bit wary of the abbot in town but uh 
the folk inside the abbey might, uh, I don't know what their thoughts would be. So, let's, we should. let's start heading out and work out where we're going. Good. Yes. Exley uh, hmm. <laughs> is going to pick up the body of the abbot and throw him into the car. Oh! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? <I> can't... <laughs> Is this for uh, forty-two? Question. Is this for a purpose or for friend? New friend. I do not think it's wise to leave the body of a known figure out in the street. True, true. We must make sure that it is covered up, though. Otherwise, we'll be parading the body around on the street as we flee. Hopefully very soon. Perhaps say, uh, yes. Well, if it's in the cart, it should be. Uh, my apologies to your, to your friend, Exley. Three had a good life. <laughs> yes, we should... We should go. Um, so where are we going? We need to know directions. Well, you know the land better than we do. Um, where's the next place we need to go? The Ember Temple is next, isn't it? I would very much like to go and find the mage if we can. So there's the mage, there is the elf, and there is the Amber Temple. Unless I'm forgetting something. I don't think so. Do you have... Direction for the mage 42? Do I have any sort of an idea? You know, you know he's Roughly. I know something to do with mountains. Yeah, somewhere in the mountains. Uh, somewhere towards the mountains in the north. Mm -hmm. I know a rough direction. And I know the man. Once we get there, I may be able to determine his... Parthing. Okay. Well. Good. So, um, we should, uh, is someone going in the, are we doing the same setup? Cart, Conrad, horse, or is someone going with Conrad, or what's? I think someone riding with me would only weigh me down, so it would be better if I have full use of the horse, and also if people are more willing to uh, not flee when I say so, then um, perhaps uh, the cart would be the best place for most people who are not going to be thinking about that. So no, riding with me is not an option. Right. I will go in cart again. Uh, now, Beatrice does have cure wounds, so she will walk up to Exley and offer. <laughs> yeah. uh, if you want, I can uh, help heal you a little bit. That would be beneficial. Okay. I believe that is 1d8 plus your 1D8. wisdom modifier. That's my wisdom? Yes. Ooh, what is my wisdom? It is two. Cool. 
that is a seven plus two. That's a nine. Back to Thank digits. you very much. Easy. You're welcome. And then she'll go and get back up and into the car. All right. Missing one. Excellent. Point of order. If we are to engage in some form of combat before we are able to rest, I will be inefficient. Yes, we should avoid combat. Are you... You did fall temporarily. Is there a malfunction of some sort? <laughs> Several. <laughs> it looks from one side to another and then down and then does that. <laughs> we, should, we should try and get as far away from here as we can before the rest. Yes, I think in any direction at this point is probably better. Savia. You're trained in the arcane, are you not? Yes. Have you got a way of uh, ascertaining the properties of arcane objects? I... Yes, I do. Yes, I, I do. Um, it, it takes about ten minutes, but... Well, we've got time. Yeah. Unless you've got it prepared, it takes eleven minutes. I mean, I have it as a ritual. Yeah. Does it identify? Yeah. Like 10 minutes then. Uh, so it's 11 minutes if you're casting it as a ritual or one minute if you've got it prepared and are casting it with a spell slot. Um, you do that while on the back of a horse or no? No, but you could do it while like... In the cart. In the cart or beside Esmeralda on the cart. Okay, well then... Uh, well, um... I if it is more expedient... For us to go in the cart, may I sit up with you rather than in the carriage? That's that should work. Wonderful. All right. And so, so Beatrice and Sylvia in the cart. Fall. Are you riding Exley again? Uh, I'll be fine wherever. All right. I believe that's everything accounted for. Let's go. Uh, um, I'm assuming I'm turning into a horse again. I, I was assuming that as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> before I do, I am going to brush myself off. I'm going to bend like a couple of metal bars back into place and like, you know, adjust the bark and move around a couple of mushrooms on my body. Hmm. Um, and I am going to cast Cure Wounds on myself as okay. well. Is that just at the first level or? Uh, second. Second. Because okay. I'm currently at 10 hit points. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So I was like not, not paying much attention to this. I am in pain. <laughs> While you're rolling that, before Sevia like gets onto part, she is going to go over the fall and just kind of tap the back of his hand with like the back of hers and just be like I'm um sorry about the noise uh it's fine I guess he had to be killed <laughs> it's um it's all good <laughs> I'll, um, go see how Exley's doing. Okay, I'll, um, 
be on the coat. Just before Beatrice gets in the cart, she will turn around, look at the zombie that has uh, fallen, and we'll just do a little salute and then get into the cart. Okay. <laughs> With her other friend. All right. Um, so. Is Fall riding Exley or is Fall in the cart as well? Um, I guess. I guess if, like, no one goes to ride X Lethal, we'll be like, am I doing this or riding this? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, no, we don't have any time to waste. Let's go. In that oh, case, right. he will, he'll turn into a war horse again. Oh. Okay. <laughs> right. I guess, yeah, all right. So, I was wondering if I should turn oh. into a dog. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Right. That's cute. Yep, yep. Awesome. Jeepers, that's great. Um, <laughs> Amazing. Thank you, Mitch. I mean, that's okay. the thing. Technically, people could ride you as anything that is a large creature, if you've yeah. seen it. <laughs> a really big dog. So. <laughs> a bear. What, what did, which, which of the three uh, goals did you end up deciding to travel towards? Uh, we were going to search for the maze. Okay. I think that was it, it yeah. We know it's that was. Direction. Yeah, that was the only one we had yeah. a general direction for mm. that we could move in quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exley was really think... pushing for that as well before yeah, he turned yeah. into a horse. Yeah, because okay. I think the Amber Temple is also... So, can someone... It, it's it's no further away than, than Anything else? trying to find the mage um, okay. necessarily, well, but... Exley was pushing it's for a it. Of, we don't have a direction. It's a lot of yeah. off-road. Yeah. Um, so we're looking for the mage. So, uh, we don't need that right now. We need to get away from this village uh, right now. As as you travel back along the way you came, uh, after the first half hour, can I get someone to roll me a uh, d20? I'll do it because Connor will be at the front. So my d20. Uh, I shouldn't have done that. That's a four. A four. Um, no, that is that is fine. You're actually wanting to avoid high numbers for this. Um, oh, I should have rolled which, them. Which, you, which, <laughs> which you've worked out. Like you've you've seen that happen before. Yeah, like, yeah, definitely. Get out the Kazir dice. Um, They're rolling again. So. <laughs> Excellent. You so Connor is circling around the cart most of the time, but it's just like in long kind of like circles. Yeah. Um, and after a while, he kind of after like we've made a bit of distance, he kind of obviously is decided that it isn't so necessary, so he's kind of just like, um, because uh, we've been on a canter, he's um, slowed uh, the horse down to sort of just yeah. a regular pace, um, right. but he's still towards the front. It was looking around quite alert. All right. All right. So you reach kind of the, the gap in the forest uh, uh, where you're starting to be able to see, like, the tip of... Uh, the the tower that Van Richten has uh, laid claim to uh, in the in the not not too far distance. Um, it's about it's about what half a mile away from here. Can someone else roll me a d twenty for random encounters, please? I'll do it. <laughs> what did you get? A twenty. A four. Oh, again, <laughs> we're, we're four buddies. All right. Do you see anything, Exley? I know you can't respond as your horse currently. <laughs> Snort if you do. Okay. 
hopefully that's a good thing or right. a bad thing. I, I do believe robot. I see the tower soon. Sorry. So here you start to kind of diverge from the road as you start to travel up north towards the mountains. Uh, can I get... Uh, what kind of pace are you taking at this point? Are you going to take a slow, medium, or fast pace? I've just been Doesn't assuming take... medium while you've been on the road. Yeah, yeah. Start the cart will allow. Yeah. 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 So what's that? As fast as the cart will allow? Well, say, or... Safely. Safely. Like, if we were doing medium on the road, probably yeah. maybe slowing it down. Okay. Yeah. If we were fast probably... on the road, maybe slowing it down to medium. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if we'd be like slow, slow, but we'd mm. be slower. Okay. Again, sliding scale. Yeah. Of medium. Well, it's, the... it's, I mean, slow, medium, fast is just a matter yeah. of two miles, three miles, four miles an hour. Okay. And like yeah. 2.6 miles. <laughs> yeah. We'll, Great question. We'll, we'll call it a slow for the sake of simplicity. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Quick question, no, Darby. Want... Yes, yep. Laura? Um, uh, if we're, when we're going past, do we go directly past the tower? Or um, is it like, we just see it in the distance, but we don't go near You don't, you, you, uh, once, once you're past that point where I got you to roll the yeah. encounter, you do see it, you don't cross the land bridge to the little okay. area. So, obviously, tower, we're, 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 no, when we go past, though, Karma will just, like, stare the whole time, um, as we're walking past okay. there, um. At that area. Um, as a point of note, I know we're trying to get through the travel pretty quick, but uh, Sevia has been casting Identify. I assume uh, yes. on the holy so, symbol. Yeah. So, so yeah, that that happened before the first uh, random, um, random encounter roll. Yeah. Um, well, she might so, have waited until we were out of town, just true. in case we had to have another encounter. Um, so probably during that second half yeah. hour. Um. I mean, the other thing is, if you wanted to take a short rest at the tower, that would be, that would be the place to do it. Um, do. Uh, it's up to you guys while I bring this up. I mean, we do. We we should take a short. Probably take a short rest in case just, we do encounter anything. Just have a look at Exley and see how they're holding up. So I'm going to assume while he's wild shaped, he can't take a short rest, unlike the rest of us who can. Mm. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now I think that should be shared. Uh, I think uh, even oh, if it's like but... uh, the group is discussing taking a pause, um, uh, can't be like we we should not rest there. We should press on a little bit further um, when we're going past the tower. Okay. Okay. Oh, so, is it? Did you share it on Fantasy yeah. Grounds? Yes. Okay, I had to close that for my okay. internet. I'll be back in a second. Um, I'll be back on in a second. Uh, yeah. Okay. I guess. Um, so, uh, for the sake of listeners, the holy symbol is a platinum amulet shaped like the sun, with a large crystal embedded in its center. The holy symbol has ten charges for the following properties, and regains one d six plus four charges daily at dawn. Uh, hold vampires. As an action, you can expend one charge or present the holy symbol to make it flare with holy power. Vampires and vampires spawn within 30 feet of the holy symbol. When it flares, must make a DC 15 wisdom, you know, 15 wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the target is paralyzed for one minute. 
repeat the saving throw at the end of each of its turns to end the effect on itself. Uh, turn Undead, if you have the Turn Undead or the Turn the Unholy feature, you can expend three charges when you present the Holy Symbol while using that feature. When you do so, Undead have disadvantage on their saving throws against the effect. Uh, sunlight, as an action, you can expend five charges while presenting the Holy Symbol to make it shed bright light in a 30-foot radius and dim light for an additional 30 feet. The light is sunlight and lasts for 10 minutes or until you end the effect. No action required. Um, so traditionally it would, it would require attunement by a cleric or a paladin, um, because of fall's background, I would also allow fall to attune to it. Oh, nice. That makes sense. Oh, so I'm the only one. Which is interesting. So I assume like, because CB is doing that, she would just understand that like the magic that it can... Mm give out it, is not something that yeah. she's familiar with or it, might even be able to yeah, it, possibly yeah it requires a yeah it's weird it requires a connection with someone who uh has has training uh and experience with uh with spiritual uh <laughs> energy. yeah yeah there we go as a certain hmm. red boy this would have been perfect mm -hmm. oh yeah I mean, Exley can bring him back. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I, don't know, I don't know if it'd be a way. Wait. Uh, I think that's frowned upon by most grief counselors. <laughs> I also don't know if he technically counts as a cleric if you bring him back that way. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. okay. Cool. So interesting knowledge. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So I'm assuming Stevie is kind of imparting this to Esmeralda as mm. she works it out and probably like a stream of consciousness like yeah. as it all comes to her as she's doing yep. identify and she might even be taking notes in the back of her spell book yep. at the same time when she kind of realizes that it necessitates someone with a spiritual connection uh, for their magic she does have this moment where she stops talking and she just looks over at Fall writing Exley. But doesn't say that to Esmeralda that Fall could do it. Okay. Mm -hmm. She's just going to... Uh, it does require someone with a spiritual connection to attune to it to cast these cast powers, but we can cross that bridge when we get to it. And then she's going to continue with like the spells it can do. Okay. So, da, 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 da. are you taking a short rest by the tower or not? Did you end up deciding? Not by the tower. Okay. No. Yeah. Probably we might set up camp a little bit. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, yeah. We didn't discuss that bit, but if we want to take a short yeah. rest, I think Conrad would rather us set up a camp yeah. than go back. Yeah. He was, he was like, we, we shouldn't stop here, particularly after mm. he's been like staring at that the whole time they've been running past. Like, we should, we should, yeah, somewhere else. Okay. Ooh. So, as you travel. Okay. As you travel further north, can someone roll me another uh, random encounter check? I can do that. Uh, that is a three. Okay. Doing well. Good. Doing well. We want okay. that. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I rolled my bad dice. <laughs> uh, continuing further north, can someone else roll? Give it a try. <laughs> And you're you're kind of straddling the edge of the woods here, and occasionally you you'll 20, hear you, the cries of eighteen. 
Okay. Davy looks so pleased inside. I'm sorry. In that case, can you roll me uh, a d12 and a d8 and add them together, please? Uh, a one and a seven. A one and a so, seven. So, eight. Um, you see the same skeletal rider that uh, you, you cross path with on the way to Kresk. Um, okay. Again, you kind of pass by each other, um, wary of each other, but not aggressively. Mm. Alright. Um, so, continuing to uh, travel north, hugging the edge of the forest. Um, can I get another... Encounter check. Oh, do it. That'd please be bad. That's an eight. An eight. Okay. Um, yeah, so again, still reasonably quiet. So, uh, we're about to have to head into the forest if we're going to find the mage. Uh, did we want to take a rest before we go in? Yes, it would be best to uh, perhaps yes. make camp, I believe. Right. <laughs> yes. I'm worried about Exley. <laughs> all right. So. Seems to be trotting along all right so far. <laughs> but right. um, probably best to have a rest for everyone's sake. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, so actually, yeah, about, about, when, about when you cross... Sorry, I forgot about something that Mitch has reminded me of. At about the time you cross paths with the skeleton rider, um, shortly after that, you would have had to stop because uh, Exley would have turned back into uh, would have turned back into. Oh, is this always board. like? Is this with no warning? Oh no! So Exley knows how long yeah. okay. it is. So as we get like fairly close to the threshold, he is going to stop and like kneel down as a horse. <laughs> Uh, oh, uh, you want me to like, get off? Um, okay, are you, are you four steps off? Are you feeling okay? Oh, I turn back into Eggly. Oh, oh. So, so we'll say this is the point where you're you're about to go into the forest. You're taking your um your short rest. Okay. Are you well? Forty two. Turn back into your full form? Unfortunately, I can only maintain an animal form for a set period of time. Thank you for your service. You are most welcome. I thought it would be unwise to turn back with you still riding me. Yes, that would be a very strange experience. Well, we'd best, we'd best make camp then. Right. Um, so. While we're sorry, while we're setting up camp, Devia is going to be like, "Yes, that's um, you're a druid, aren't you, Exley? I don't know if we've discussed that before." I do take magical powers from the land around me. Yes. Yes. Good. And druids. Sevia <laughs> knows the answer to this question. Um, but do druids 
worship like say like a, a wild mother or like a, a a god of nature of some description or is it just nature as a concept i know there are different uh, uh sub sets of druids that worship different aspects of nature I do not know of other druids, but personally, I do not, while I do not worship nature, I do take power from some aspects of it. But no, there is not a religious nature to my magic. Right. I, I, I just get so curious, you know, um, all my magics through books. So it's just interesting to meet different spellcasters. I do understand. My friend took magic from his book, and I am worried that if he does not have it, then he would be not as powerful as he was. That is a concern with with wizards but he should if he is as powerful as as you and everyone else says he is i'm sure he has many spells memorized that i'm assuming that works um it, you know that he can at least protect himself i am sure he can he was a very powerful wizard but i would like him to be more powerful is why I must return this to him and I hold up the tome. May I have a look at it? You may. And I pass it over. And I'm keeping a very close eye on the book, but I'm not like, yeah. you know. Sevia handles it really carefully. One, because she felt magic coming off it, which mm. I assume is rare for spell books. And roll me a well, history check. Okay. Oh, my history is really good. That's an 18. Okay, so it's not unheard of for um, more powerful mages to uh, enchant their spellbooks in one way or another to try to protect the secrets held within. Um, okay. It's, yeah, it's usually not as as much of a concern for uh for wizards uh, who are still in their early days of study, um, yeah, like like yourself, um, but it's definitely something that you probably would have considered looking into closer towards uh, graduation. Okay, just that you know because she picked up uh, a powerful magic coming off. This yes, book. so she is fascinated. She doesn't, and you know she's you being know. very. Yeah, you know being abjuration and evocation being the most prominent schools coming off of it, that it is probably some sort of uh, protective ward on it that might uh, not work out so well if someone were to take the wrong approach to opening it. Okay. My question is... Because you have just said she's she has looked into these kinds of spells, does she know the right way? She doesn't want to like read it. She just wants to have a basic look at like what power level the, this wizard the was meth- at. The method would vary from 
mage to mage, you could probably determine a rough power level of the wizard if you cast identify on it um, to gauge what spells are actually affecting um, the book. Um, but well, yeah. But that's not conducive with the short rest. So. Mm. Is it? Um, I think you also eleven minutes yeah. <laughs> again. Yeah. A long period of time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so she's just gonna look over the book. What's the cover like? I think you said it was quite ornate. Is there anything about the um, the tome that would indicate so, anything about the the wizard, the mage? So it has a friend. It has an insignia on it that looks. Uh, that Ooh, hold, up a little higher. Up a bit more. That looks there it is. like Ooh. that. It's an, or, it's like an, an orrery atom. that, uh, if you roll me an arcana check, please. Okay, hold on one second. I just had to write things down. Ooh, that's not great. Uh, my arcana is really good, so that's a 14. 14. Um, this seems to be, it's, it's some sort of orrery, uh, that it's so, some sort of, uh, celestial model, um, and not celestial as in, like, creatures of the heavens, but celestial as in, like, uh, celestial as we would understand, so, uh, like, a celestial body. Um, so, so whether this be a map or or an indication of planes of existence or uh, planets or what have you. It's it's not clear what, but it is some sort of orrery. Okay. Uh, there's no, like, thing on it being, like, property of no. Peter. No. no. Okay, cool. It's a beautiful book, and she hands it back. It is. Uh, makes mine look quite silly in comparison and she kind of gestures at her one which is quite uh, it's it's ornate as well but in kind of an antique way it's it the book would be about 20 years old if you were to look at it maybe more yeah actually no definitely more it'd be about 30 so um he would probably just say I'm sure if you keep working, you can have a term as pleasant to look at as this one. All right. So is yeah. there anything else people would like to do over the course of their, their short rest? Uh, Phil would like to try to have a conversation with Conrad. <laughs> Attempt <Yep>. to. <laughs> I can try. Um, Conrad obviously still doesn't know how to set up camp or anything. So he's instead trying to hide this fact by busying himself. Um, uh, he's trying to like look over his horse, which again is probably pretty clear to Fall. I mean, Fall probably doesn't do horse riding, but Karai seems to know. Like he's he looks quite meticulous, but he looks a bit perplexed when he's trying to like he's very carefully like trying to inspect its hooves and stuff like that to see if it's not damaged after it tried to trample the trample that um, dude. Um, yeah, roll roll me. A, we'll say an animal handling for that. Okay. I was rolled quite badly, honey. 
No, okay, nineteen. Um, okay. So yeah, there's there's yeah nineteen. No, I don't have no signs there. of damage. Um, there's maybe maybe a little bit of like um like superficial chipping away at like the the hoof in much the way of like a nail slowly getting worn down. Yeah, um, and I think probably like um because he'll be a little bit to the side, probably like on the like, other side of the cart. I imagine the other people are kind of like chatting or sitting sort of up on the other side. Um, he's kind of like uh talking to the horse. Um, he keeps calling calling Amika, and um he is speaking like very like a Saratan dialect, obviously, um, which four would know. Um, so yeah, interesting. So it's still common, but it's like there's a lot of like strange pronunciations of some of the words some of the common excellent yeah. oh um uh, how's the horse doing conrad oh he like turns around real quick um uh yes it is uh it appears to be doing well um considering the uh how things went so uh yes seems to be going quite well quite a strong horse uh, yes it looks quite, quite good yes that, that was quite a, a fiasco there between yes. you, between you and me, running would have been the better option. Good. Yes, I, I, I am glad you um you agree with that. I think, of course, there is time to um to fight, and luckily we were able to do that. But uh, for someone who has been here for very long and has ability to um craft uh people. That's probably not a a good thing to be um, to be sticking around. Running would have definitely been much more advantageous, but I suppose everyone survived this time. So that's um yes, yes I am. Um, I guess so. I do rather uh, like to avoid a uh, needless killing of uh, well-known people. Yes, that is uh, not rather very um, prudent to be doing so to, especially to a community leader. Um, regardless of that, obviously it could not be helped as he was hellbent on killing us. But um, yes, it's just lucky that the uh, the fight went in our favour, I suppose. Absolutely. Um, yes, you seem to be uh, quite adept in a combat situation. I know some some of it. I am mostly more adept in um, hand-to-hand dueling and things like that, and um, uh, sword dueling and sword play in that regard. Um, I am trying to adapt as well. Of course, I am quite um, knowledgeable in all those things, and um, yes, that was uh, required um, as part of my upbringing for security. So, uh, yes. I see. Where I come from. Is that a normal sort of upbringing in Serata? Ah, you are. Uh, you are familiar with Serata. Yes. Um, is it that obvious? I suppose. Um, yes. Yes. Uh, oh, yes. A few little bits and pieces. The dialect. That comment about the nutcrackers. That are. Uh, I think they're local to Serata. <laughs> Ah uh, yes, yes. Well, indeed. Mm, yes, yes. I um, I'm from there. Quite uh, quite prominent from there. So um, yes, that is where I was. Where I hail from, uh, back uh, on fairer grounds. Yes. Um. But yes. Uh, 
fighting and um, knowing how to kill things for one's own security is uh, necessary, especially um, in uh, noble houses such as my own. Hmm. I Otherwise, see. Otherwise, uh... you don't last very long. Ah, that is... Uh... Hmm. So noble houses are really that dangerous, are they? Well, I not... thought you'd have a bit more security there. Yes, well, from uh, attackers, perhaps, uh, from one's found family, no. But um, that is, of course, uh, how we ensure that um, uh, bloodline remains strong. So, but yes, I suppose probably some families, any family of good value is uh, dangerous. So, and uh, depending on what uh, business one is in. Mm. Yes, perhaps for a commoner, yes, there are many um, other factors that may be dangerous for oneself, but uh, even, uh, well, proving one's worth is very important, shall we say. Yes. That's, that's very interesting. I, you know, I've never had a family myself, so I always thought it would be, I've always wondered what it's like, but... Oh, I was thought to be a bit better than uh, having to watch your back all the time. Perhaps elsewhere it would be different, but I suppose elsewhere, places like a ladder or dorm or whatever, they um, they may uh, do things differently in regards to families. But uh, places like Serrata are, of course, very uh, very cultural and um, have many uh, fine qualities that those same places do not. So um, uh, fighting to... Well, Keeping close guard over one's wealth and over um, their lineage is very important. So um, I'm not too sure what your it looks it looks full up and down upbringing was like, but um, yes, uh, it is typical. Um, obviously, more important depending on how high up you are in inheritance. I. I'm not, so I have also afforded much um, much chance to avoid uh, the attentions uh, of my brothers, I suppose, or my father. Um, but uh, yes, I suppose uh, as we can see, uh, knowing how to take care of oneself and uh, assessing what danger others might uh, pose to yourself is uh, important, even here. So, uh, Hugh's got the uh, the advantage here. I think it's me, clearly. <laughs> yes, I um, I suppose that did end up rather useful then. Mm. Hmm. Yes, I have been curious for a while. What's your lifestyle must be like it's always been something i've been quite intrigued with the noble lifestyle but i think we kind of got off to the wrong foot a little yes well you um don't appreciate people touching my things and yes i wanted to apologize about that one um yes and after all initially i uh, well I did offer allyship with many here initially who rebuffed me. So I suppose that just really sets how um, people treat each other from that point, doesn't it? 
I suppose I was just being a little cautious on that one. As much as I envy the noble lifestyle, uh, living under it can be a little bit difficult. Understandable, depending on where you're from, I suppose. Yes. Mm. Um, but yes, I wanted to apologise about the ball bearings incident. Uh, it was it was not out of any um, ill will. It was like that silly little thing when you know you have you're doing well and there's more food than usual, so you might take an extra serving from the table and you don't think there's anything wrong with it until you get caught and then you realise that was quite wrong of you. So I didn't mean it. I didn't think it was an issue since you had a lot of them, but thinking of it again, it was. I apologise. I don't have a problem with you thieving things. I only have an issue with you taking things of mine. If you were to get better at thieving things, I think that would be excellent. I see. I only say that as uh, taking things that I want, is, well, possessions in any regard. It's just something I sort of did for fun and sometimes for, well, it's good to be able to know how to get into places or get out of places very quickly, depending on uh, what fun pranks your brothers are doing on you. So um, I think... There's nothing essentially wrong with thieving. Just don't take anything from me. <laughs> I'll make sure that I don't. I think I've learned my lesson there. There's no lesson to be learned. And in fact, if you wish to, if there are other things that perhaps you wish to investigate with the others or things you wish to take, I'm not going to point that out as long as you do it right. Oh, <laughs> well, I, thank you very much. I uh, have uh, noticed that you mm -hmm. sometimes feign ignorance in combat, but do maneuvers that are that belie you are quite skilled in some aspects. Why oh, you think I'm skilled? Yes. It's actually a technique that I've kind of adapted. I see. Uh, yes, have you... I don't suppose you've heard of monastic traditions. Have you heard of the way of the drunken master? No, no. Uh, we mostly... It's mostly knives or poisonings in Serata, so I have not... Uh, we are not, uh, you would probably not know, but uh, most uh, Saratans are not particularly religious, apart from perhaps Symphos, and that is more sort of for the uh, recreational or otherwise uh, aspects of it. Um, so I do not have much knowledge on those things, and I did not care much to read on it. So is that a sort of technique that you employ? Yes, um, in a way. Uh, to rather, it's a, a move set that uses the kind of stumbling gait of a drunkard. Although in my case, I've adapted it by exaggerating my own incompetence, which I think is more effective. <laughs> Work with what I you have, Anno. <laughs> I see. So it is intentional then how you bear yourself in most cases. 
In combat, yes. Good. That's something we can certainly work with if you are interested in doing so. Becoming more competent in that use of that and perhaps in making others underestimate you a little more. If it's for the right reasons, I would be. We will hmm. think on this. Interesting. Ah, well, oh, well, it was good to have this chat, and I, I must apologise again for my conduct. No trouble at all. I hope I have given you an exciting insight into, uh, well, mm, Sarata <laughs> and some of my place there. Yes, not exactly what I wanted to hear, but it was enlightening. <laughs> Indeed. So, uh, as you complete the short rest, uh, anyone who wishes to can roll hit dice to regain hit points. Uh, Exley regains uses of his uh, his um, wild Bullshit. shape, and Sevier regains a third level spell slot if she so third? decides to do so. Yeah, oh, it is, I thought I could only combine it up to second. It is your, it is half your level rounded up. Okay, it's one, well then it's one of the few cases where you round up. Okay, um, well then I'm gonna put that second spell slot. I'm gonna get myself yeah. a third back, so I got um, two fireballs again, yeah. baby. The yeah, the only limit that eventually comes in is that like you cannot re regain a spell slot of higher than fifth level, like. If you get okay, if okay, you okay. get to that level, you then have to you have to split it between different levels. Um, but yeah, yeah it's, that's fine. It's rounded up. It's one of the few things that is. Um, yeah, maybe. All right. Uh, I don't think any. Uh, I think key points are. I short just realised I have well. to meditate. Yeah. For half yeah. So full will do some meditation yeah. after the conversation. Um, yeah. All right. So and. Is everyone ready to get back on the road? Well, not on the road, but get back to um, moving. Yeah. Um, excellent. Actually, once we've uh, now looking at entering the forest, um, yeah. Exley is going to loosen his cloak a little bit and take the hood off. Okay. So he's now very comfortable with his surroundings. All right. Ooh. Or more so than around potentially other people. Yeah. Oh, actually, and I guess um, once Conrad's done her, had a chat with Ford and a bit of like resting, getting all the stuff in full order, he will approach Exley and be like, So, 42, this is the forest that you were as, hoping to approach? Yes, it is. Are there any signs of this person you were searching for? Currently, no, but we have only just entered. So, hopefully, once we are. Well within the boundaries of the forest edge, we will find something. Should you lead the search then? I can certainly be of assistance in that regard. Okay, okay. well, we're looking for a mage of some description in this forest. Be on your guard, everyone. All right. And Exy will just possibly know, well, to 42, will just possibly know um, when they are nearby, hopefully. 
If you wish, you may refer to me as Exley. You do not mind either way. I will respond to either. We shall see. All right. So, as you start to delve into the Sphalic Woods, uh, into the what? Sorry, (laughs) the what woods? Sphalic. Sphalic. Spell that for me, please. Sphalic. S V. Yes, S V. Do you think all those trees look a bit like? No, no, no. What he's saying is, when we walk in, just avoid calling it that, and just say we're just surrounded by wood. <laughs> so the way we're gonna Serious work podcast. this Serious is podcast. rather than every half hour rolling a uh, an encounter the check, the trees the wrecks or are they full ones? Um, we uh, we are going to have um, we every half hour we're gonna have someone someone roll a survival check to try to find. Um, tracks of the mage or um yeah to try to track down the mage and someone else is gonna roll uh um an encounter check um exley is leading the way to try and find the mage should he be rolling survival then uh yes okay is there anything that i would get like modifiers for because i'm trying to find someone that i know and of um not really if Beatrice uh, assists because this is her favoured terrain, yeah. would that help? Um, Be- Beatrice can either do. Not like point out when Beatrice can like, oh, probably do the it? check um, with Exley's assistance if okay. you would, if you would like. Yeah, we can um, do it that way if we like. Sure. Uh, uh, just let me double check. This is my one. This is my favourite terrain. Yeah. Two. My survival is. Yeah, it's fair. I mean, like, I've got a decent one, but I'm under the impression yours would be way better than mine. Yeah. Well, it still works narratively. Yeah, I will assist. Yeah. Yeah. As All long right. as it works narratively, it's fine. It works. So, the survival check, please, and the uh, whoever's going to roll the encounter check, please roll that. Too. I guess I'll do the encounter check then. Yeah. I think they have a d20 ready to go. Yeah. It's a two! <laughs> awesome. It's good. This is all I'm good for in this campaign. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, 23. 23. Okay. Um, so, the 23, you see... Uh, you find these tracks in the ground that seem to be from uh, a hum- humanoid of some sort. Um, definitely, definitely the height of a... Uh, of humans and and other uh, kind of m- typical medium-sized creatures. Um, typical medium-sized humanoids. Um, and you are able to get enough of a track to follow it. It is it is fairly light step to them, so that does suggest that they, they aren't a physical combatant, but um, there's a certain determination here that shows... Mm-hmm either an intellect or a wisdom to them. Um, and so another half an hour passes as you follow these trails. Can I get another encounter check and another survival check? I'll do an encounter check. Be bad. 
That's a five. Okay. That's a dirty 20. Dirty 20. Okay, it's a bit harder to to uh, know for certain, but you, you're able to continue following the tracks. Um, you, you get to the river and, like, you're just able to uh, make out on the other side of it um, where where the mage uh, something that suggests that there was some sort of uh, misty step or teleportation where there was a quick uh, jump over um, much further than the standard uh, ability of of anyone's like kind of pace um, now do we all have to cross the river uh yes it's not it's not a wide river at this point um so but uh it's 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 not even something that needs check um okay i'm assuming you left the cart out um at the edge of the forest Mm. yeah um i i was gonna assume we did but also assume we hid it yeah yeah okay uh would we have taken uh five six and eight with us it is up to you as a party well Connor would not be against it uh-huh. Beatrice wouldn't be against it either that's enough there you yeah CB yeah, <laughs> doesn't like it but she would the only it. ones that would Same be like Ugh, no it would be <laughs> would be the anxiety duo yeah anxiety <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, as a note, when we cross the river, Sevia river, holds her book, like, above her head. Okay. Well, does a really... In- sorry. Oh, that's okay. I've got the athlete feet, so Fall does a really impressive long jump. Oh. <laughs> jump real far! Yes! Um, so he's as, obviously on his horse. Yeah. Seeing as you're doing it that way, roll me, roll me a, uh, an acrobatics check for the landing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright. It was sick clip. That's a net 20. That's a 27. That is, it is an incredibly impressive landing. I break the world record. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, uh, another half hour passes. Uh, and can I get an encounter check and a survival check? Fourteen. Fourteen? Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Okay. You manage to follow the tracks uh, to the edge of a mountain, uh, like this mountainous area, uh, or particularly, obviously, mountainous area, uh, where you see this kind of faintly shimmering uh, effect in the stonework. I recognise this as something that is... Uh, Romy, for you, it would probably, uh, just roll me an intelligence check. And Sevia check it as well? Uh, for you, you could roll an arcana check. Oh. <gasps> you go. Okay, well, I got a six. I got a natural 20. Okay. Oh, wow. So and then, what was it again? It was a... Arcana. Arcana. That's a 28. So... Um, 
Yeah, so actually, you don't recognize this at all. Uh, Sevia, uh, you're not sure. Like, there's no way of being sure without, like, testing it. Yeah. Which, if this is what you think it is, you probably can't test it, short of seeing someone emerge from it. Um, but this is, uh, this is, this seems like it is probably the indicator of a, uh, spell pioneered by a mage of renown, um, who, he's one of the few extra planar mages who has, uh, been so, like, so influential on the planescape that uh that there are there are some of his signature spells have made them their way even to fielo um this this whether whether or not the this is cast by the mage in question or not you don't know but this spell uh if it is what you believe it to be is a high level spell uh, known as Morden Canaan's Magnificent Mansion. Nice. Alright. Are we looking at this wall for a reason? Is there anything interesting here? For 42, is this... Yes, Sevia? He's, like, staring up at this shimmering effect, and she's, like, Free, like, has that look, like awestruck. Like, oh, I've only read about this. Can you? Oh. <laughs> She's like, this is the first time you've really seen her like excited in a long time. She's like, this is. Oh, oh have any of you heard of? I'm going to say this wrong. Mordekainen. Uh, I believe. I'm not sure if it's Kanan or Kynan. I tend to go Kynan. This is this is a Mordekainen spell. This is <sighs> he. Okay. He's one of the only extra planar mages ever. He. Oh my good. Either he was here and cast this, which I doubt, but oh, whoever cast this is. This is high level. This is high level. It's a, it's a, it's a magnificent mansion. It looks like a, the wall, like it looks like rock to me. Is this magnificent well, in your eyes? I'd assume that's the no, that, point. That's the thing about the spell is... Can I get some more information on the spell itself? So the spell, the spell creates an extra planar space that uh, that is is basically a mansion designed in a way that the that the mage casting it desires, um, and only those who the mage casting it allocates can enter the the mansion, the extra planar mansion. It's it's a spell. It basically creates an extra planar dimension. It's it's incredibly complicated, but the the mage basically creates their own little world that they can that they can exist in, and only the people they allow in can go in. This is 
this is, I'm nowhere near this level. This is, some of my mentors aren't at this level. This, she's basically fangirling about this spell. (laughs) Um, Exley is going to step up and just sort of look at the shimmering. Well, I pull out the tome. I did say my ex-master was very powerful. Yes, but... (sighs) And you... Either this was cast by one of the greatest... You all watch as a figure steps from the shimmering effect. Um, The figure is wearing long, tattered uh, black robes, has a... Uh, is bald-headed and has a goatee. His uh, his right eye scarred, um, and he says as he exits, "How is it that even in the middle of nowhere I cannot get quiet?" And that is where we're going to leave it for this. Uh, <laughs> episode ah! okay interesting we'll catch you all next week everyone yes. 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 see you later guys yes goodbye bye